I mean, the very fact that we have a thing called deep fakes mm. says a lot about our trust factor uh, with AI, and it's going to have to get really sophisticated to continue to trick us. Um, or, and I think I've said this before, or graphics are just too powerful. Images are just too powerful, and and they were they'll overwhelm our rational brain, and we'll just go straight to, you know, oh, I I agree with that, or oh, I disagree with that because it's exactly what uh, you know supports my echo chamber, and I, I, that's that's where we're in trouble. And frankly, you need to be educated to overcome that. I don't oh. care who you are. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius. Conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Everybody likes lip smacking in their uh, audio podcasting, I know, but uh, hey there, Marshall. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, but apparently not as well as you. Uh, you seem to be, uh, this day after Halloween, uh, you seem to have some uh, candy, uh, maybe I, a lollipop that uh, maybe originally belonged to one of your 18 children. It's true. It's just four. Uh, but oh, yes, um, I am currently eating a dad tax as we speak. So, uh, and, and I don't think she realized this, but it's a dumb, dumb sucker and it's the best flavor, which is pineapple. You know, I'm going to say that's number two. Number one is butterscotch. <laughs> butterscotch. No, no, you get butterscotch. Butterscotch has to be round with that little, yeah, oranges paper with no stick. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be the the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, way that butterscotch was meant to be delivered. Oh, oh, like uh, Brock's. Yeah, the, the, Brock's. Best, the best candy brand of my childhood. Brock's. The, the, yeah, yeah, the one grandma always had. Anyway, right. so yeah. you're fully partaking in the candy tax, uh, the dad tax there. Um, it, it's been a great Halloween. I, I will tell you, uh, I, I, I mentioned in the last episode that, you know, uh, we we celebrate uh, basically the, a three month holiday season the day after Halloween. And uh, so so here's a picture for those uh, watching on YouTube, uh, our, our uh, many, many fans. Uh, well, both of our fans. Uh, this is uh, 13 Cousins all star wars jawas it was <laughs> it was pretty fun and i walked around with my little uh you know bluetooth speaker playing star wars music it was it was a good oh, time well, yeah good yeah time. you gotta have a, you gotta have a, your entrance song right, <laughs> yeah, right. that makes, exactly. makes perfect sense the yeah to get 13 kids to all dress as the same character uh, that's right there is impressive oh, that's, they, that's they had a blast they went back and watched the charlie brown halloween special uh, as we're leaving the party, it began snowing. I mean, it was literally like your season may now begin, Mark Ramsey. So yeah, we're we're having a good time, and I'm eating candy, and and you know life's good. So anyway, there's you know three minutes of your life you'll never get back. Me telling you about how great this time of year is. So there you go. Well, no, I like it. I like it. The uh, yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna dive into the 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 technology realm today uh, with yes. our episode around artificial intelligence. We've done three or four of these, uh, and uh, the news just keeps coming. Yeah. And uh, what's really interesting is there's a, actually a website called Artif uh, artificialintelligencenews.com. <laughs> like somebody went, well, there's a lot of news around this. Somebody should make a website. <laughs> and so, yeah, you can go on to yeah, artificialintelligencenews.com and, and learn about all the latest stuff. Uh, so, 
why not? Yeah, we started, uh, we, we talk about this just informally every now and then. So we wanted to, to bring you up to speed on, you know, some of the stuff that we're seeing, some of the uh, the amazing, uh, miraculous stuff that's going on, some of the terrifying stuff that's happening as well. So uh, what are you seeing out there? Well, I, I'll tell you, um, yeah, the, it'll be interesting to see sort of where this conversation flows, because, I mean, honestly, we we would not be doing this if we didn't believe you as a leader um, in the audience need to be thinking about the fact that this is going to be hitting you in the face or creeping up uh, into your work in some form or fashion. And and sometimes it's going to be really silly stuff. Um, we, we've not talked about it on air, but there, there's something I was bringing you up to speed on from I think, I think it was last year, late last year, uh, Loeb. We're not going to link to it. We're not going to show any, any pictures. But basically, somebody was fooling around using uh, Dolly, the, the AI image generator, and was basically giving it negative prompts saying, you know, give me the opposite of this. And it's a little over my head how these prompts just ended up generating this woman. And you keep getting the picture of this same woman, and she's uh, maybe like a slightly older woman. She has some rashes on her face and and does not look normal. You know, she looks sad or sometimes angry, but but it doesn't look natural. And it keeps putting her into incredibly violent images uh, and and pictures. And so anyway, um, as silly as this sounds, people are wondering if if like Bigfoot and Sasquatch and uh, you know, the Mothman uh, that we have found our first cryptid who is a part of the metaverse, who is purely online, this character Loeb. So, I mean, that's ridiculous, right? That's ridiculous. Oh, um, yeah. And, and Mike, yeah what's, you, what's your backdrop there, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, before we move on to that, first of all, you showed me the picture of Loeb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's a incredibly disturbing yeah there's just something even i'm really sorry about, about the that woman uh and it's interesting you know to think about you know this is the the digital version of the abominable snowman uh, there's sightings they keep showing up in different places but nobody's sure why or how or if it, you know yeah. the 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 fun version of it would be uh ai is rick rolling us uh, so when we when we least expect it, she's going to throw up this image like, ha, got you again, made you look, and there you go. And yeah, you just have to deal with this. is This is an inside artificial intelligence joke that it's playing on the the world. Well, and and if AI develops an actual sense of humor, I mean that really would say something about uh, its capacity to become sentient and human, which is even more disturbing, frankly. Now that you put that into my brain, so thanks a lot. Oh, yeah. By, by the way, I met somebody uh, just this month who um, first off had a little bubby child sticker for all the fans out there of a uh, little bubby child. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we will be posting to this. It's a uh, it's Appalachian humor for Appalachians. But um, <laughs> it, it had a it had the the character in the sticker had a Mothman uh, T-shirt. And I was like, hey, I just read about uh, the Mothman and this gentleman is from the town in West Virginia. I, I believe it's Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where the Mothman was sighted over and over again in the, what, the 70s, I think, or the 60s. And his mother, he says, my mother doesn't believe a bit of it, but she says she 
swears that she did indeed see the men in black who were were seen throughout the town in black Cadillacs, um, you know, trying to ferret out information about the Mothman. So she swears, even though she thinks it's all hooey, that, uh, yeah, there were men in black in town that were were hoovering up information during that uh, year where everything went hanky in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So a little factoid for you there. Yeah. Man, yeah. What a brush with greatness that is. I know. I felt, I felt honored. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, fa the fact that people don't know about Appalachian themed cartoon memes, uh, you know, just shows the limited amount of exposure they've gotten to, you know, high society in the world and culture. Oh, wait, wait until you see. It. I mean, it, it oh. is it is 100 percent and it's it's perfection. Some of his humor. Anyway, um, speaking of fun and A.I. or creepy and A.I., you uh, you've experimented a little bit yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was looking at something the other day and then uh, it was talking about A.I., as a Ouija board. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so for, you know, one of our younger viewers, uh, Ouija board uh, was this board and you had this little device on the, on the top and everybody put their hands on it. And, uh, you would ask the spirit world questions. And then, uh, the, the device would, with your, with your guidance would spell out the answers. And so basically you were summoning spirits to tell you messages and give you information and updates and, and predictions and things like that. And so, uh, incredibly creepy, uh, you, mm -hmm. you know, you know, the fact that it was marketed as a child's toy. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. It's right up there with lawn darts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mattel's creepy crawlies. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's just see if we can injure people in this case, psychologically. Uh, so the, uh, of course, somebody went AI, uh, right? This predictive, yep. uh, you know, model is perfect for Ouija. So now you yep. can go to Ouija.com, log on to the AI, mm -hmm. and, uh, and you get the board, uh, the traditional Ouija board. Uh, only now there's an AI prompt bar, uh, mm -hmm. and you can type into it, you know, are there spirits nearby? And the little pointer went to yes, <laughs> you know, and then I tried, uh, what's your name? And it took me by surprise at first uh, because it works just like a Ouija board. It The pointer was going to different letters and I forgot to write them down. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Oh, it doesn't give you text output. It gives oh. you a graphic. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the little pointer is moving around on the screen. And so you have to, you know, get a piece of paper and write down, you know, what are all the, the letters in sequence to get the answer. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought the same thing. It was just going to like present me with a, you know, the spirit world was going to give me a text message. You know, that's so to, I'm going to say two things about that. The <laughs> first is, um, yeah, psychological, psychological damage or spiritual damage. I, I have a friend who uh, was an atheist in high school and he and his buddies at a party were messing around with a Ouija board. Uh, they were like in a rock band together and, you know, we're, we're, they were treating it very sarcastically and they started getting answers mm -hmm. like and and they and then they got some answers that terrified them. And I can't remember what it was that it, that made them like they, they all just put it up. And they were like, we have to burn this. We like something is real and we have to burn this. And he became a Christian after that. Um, <laughs> but um, so so like, you know, there's danger here, I would say, psychologically, spiritually, however you want to look at it. But this is very interesting on Hasbro's part that they are, they're not going to just give you text output. They're, they're going to do something to 
make it an experience and keep some theater as a part of of what you're doing when you interact with the ai that's that's interesting to me that's i mean that's smart on their part oh yeah yeah so yeah you're just literally you know you always talk about how do you make the the virtual experience similar to the the in-person experience in this case they've actually done it uh, yeah. you ask the only difference is you type the question versus you know saying it up into the the the, the spirit world ether and yeah so it mirrors the the experience so yeah did, yeah i had to i had to ask you know the you know uh, uh spirit can you tell me your name again because <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't ready to write it down uh, you know and then we're off and running the uh, tell, tell yeah. me it gave you a name like steve or you know. uh, no it said am spirit <laughs> yeah terrible yeah uh, yeah my mom had a uh an insane run-in with a ouija board uh you know her and uh, three of her friends used to carry one around all the time they kept it in the car they'd go to the elks lodge or whatever and then they would they'd sit down right they'd have dinner or lunch or whatever then they'd get out the ouija board and they summon the spirit of a of a cabin boy on a whaling ship. And what was interesting was he spelled phonetically. Like he spelled words like he was sounding them out, like somebody with an 18th century vocabulary would do. And then uh, he didn't know modern words. Like they asked him, will there be a nuclear war? And he'd say, I don't know what that means what is nuclear <laughs> yeah what is nuclear <laughs> right and he'd spell it new you know he'd spell it like george bush used to say it so <laughs> uh, so and at some point the exact same thing happened they started asking it some stuff they got so freaked out yeah, <laughs> yeah they 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 all agreed they took a pack they put it away they never spoke or talked to it again <laughs> that's, i think that's wise <laughs> yeah there's a great episode of new heart where uh uh stephanie and uh What's his name? Michael, whatever Stephanie's boyfriend is, he uh, they're both very shallow. And there's you know, there, there's some concern that the Ouija board's giving them an answer where they won't be together forever. And then finally realizes that Michael, um, his true love is actually his um, sports car. It's it's not actually Stephanie. <laughs> that was the issue. I love my car. Anyway. So, so, so yeah, there's a, a neat adaptation, right? We've come this far. We've got this insane technology that can read everything on the internet yep. and distill it down into, into amazing ideas. And we've turned it into a Ouija board. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty amazing. Uh, that's modern society for you. That's us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a computer that has more power than all the, the, the computers that took man to the moon. What am I doing with it? Watching cat videos. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like we're just not right uh, so uh on the legal front uh, there's been some developments around ai yes uh, yeah so our government president biden you know issued an executive order uh that we need to regulate and rein in ai we need to do right such vague language we need to develop in a way that's safe and will not cause you know future harm yeah um and it's like okay uh the government in UK is is having a global AI summit. They've called a meeting, scientists and technology people and leaders from around the world. And what's really cool is let's let's we'll test your uh, history knowledge. The a global AI summit will be held at Bletchley Park. I don't know it. 
You don't know I the don't significance know. of Bletchley Park? Nope. I've stumped the Ramsey. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> so Bletchley Park was where the British had their uh, decoding services. Oh, oh. That's where they uh, uh, cracked the Enigma, the Enigma code. Enigma, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah learned to, to to read the German code. Of course. So yeah, that was the birthplace of computers. Yeah. All right. Turing and his first computer, and so they're going to have the global summit at Bletchley Park. That's clever. That's uh, yeah, clever. That, yeah, yeah. This is where it started, and I guess you know if you could you know extrapolate it out, this is how it all ends. <laughs> 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 which which part of their their mantra is they want to mitigate the risk of human extinction i mean good call um <laughs> yeah worthy cause yeah yeah mitigating I, I, the risk of human extinction well and, and it's you know it's i it's always been the case right that technology is faster than government so i just don't know how this is even going to be possible like biden's you know it's it's an executive order there's no teeth in it you know it's it's sort of uh hoping to get the legislature to take action but what kind of action you know by the time we get there i i feel like it'll be out of date in fact did you see the story um about an offshore uh computing complex for ai uh Ooh. dell it's dell complex d-e-l dell complex and basically, it's going to be sovereign. It's going to be offshore and sovereign, a floating barge with, you know, um, I, I printed it out here somewhere. Um, I don't know how many uh, NVIDIA uh, processors on it and will be used to deploy uh, large scale AI models and can't be touched by government. They're going to have friendly governments that will help them with, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, protection. Uh, they're going to have lots of camouflage and uh, jamming techniques uh, that keep the barge from, you know, being, uh, being destroyed, being found and destroyed. Uh, they're going to have a, a full-time staff who lives there so that they are citizens of the barge. Um, it gets weirder and weirder the more you think about it, but it's Basically, just go start reading William Gibson novels, like I've mentioned many times in the past. I mean, just the cyberpunk stuff is that's that's what this is all about. It's it's all you know. We, we're we're living in a cyberpunk dystopia. We don't know it yet. And and as you said, this is how it all ends. You know, T. S. Eliot said that right. Uh, this is how it ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. You know, we're not even going to realize. Well, I laugh because of the way you say it so casually. Well, this is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we should have seen that coming. Ah, yeah, we're goners. <laughs> the uh, well, I saw where where Amazon is investing four billion billion with a B mm -hmm. dollars in Anthropic, uh, and some the you know their their chat bot is called Claude. Uh, so yeah. apparently, Claude is gonna be helping Amazon, you know, continue in its quest of you know for world domination. <laughs> Yeah, and and they they see it as uh, helping their Amazon Web Services uh, functions, which you know my understanding is that's really the only profitable part of Amazon. Everything else is like a loss leader, um, scarping up uh, scarfing up um, you know market share for sure, and and maybe some of those are profitable now, but it's Amazon Web Services is where it's at. So if it if it can 
take AWS to the next level, I mean, that's just more dominance for Amazon. That's my, that's my uh, pitiful attempt at explaining something I don't really know much about, but I, I, yeah, it's, it's happening so fast. It's happening so fast. Oh yeah. Well, the fact they're willing to put $4 billion yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's an amazing investment, yeah. uh, you know, into into this this particular AI opportunity. And and Dell Complex, by the way, you know, I I have no idea how much funding they have. They're they're talking about a serious, you know, I mean, this would be this would be like you know super villain level, you know, uh, <laughs> production values. And uh, currently, their website is selling, you know, like logoed uh, windbreakers. So. You know, I, I I just don't know that it's a fully functional thing yet. But but the fact that people are like, yeah, you know what, we're gonna have to figure out something to get around the government regs. That that I mean, how would they even enforce them anyway? I just don't. I just I just don't see it. Just oh yeah. It. Well, the all I kept thinking was, uh, you know, how do you get that much electricity to the barge? Yeah. You know, I've got to have I've got to have a, you know internet access that's that's insanely high high width, and then I've got to have insane amounts of electrical power. When they talked about uh, using deep sea water to cool, you know, like so that makes sense. But I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> sounds pretty serious to me. Oh so. yeah. Well, the fascinating part will be to see you know what of what of all these things actually come to fruition. Right. And how does this thing start to 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 impact our daily lives? Yep. And I noticed when I Google search anything now, the first results are AI results. Yeah. Here's yeah. the answer to your question according to our AI uh, model. And then underneath that you get the sponsored links and then underneath that you get the organic search. Uh, so, so Google is already, you know, cause I, my prediction was back in January was I said that the AI would put Google out of business. Yep. If there was ever something that could, that could make Google irrelevant. It would be AI. Yep. Obviously Google listens to the podcast. Uh, they got out there and went, Hey, <laughs> uh, we gotta, we gotta get out ahead of this and incorporate it. So, you know, you've got, you've got Microsoft who is a big part of open AI and, and right. you, you know, their, their search engine, uh, you know, integration with AI. So now it's all starting to, to meld together. And we're seeing that uh, in the workplace, uh, this particular zoom uh, now has mm -hmm. AI capabilities. Uh, so, uh, in this case, we're recording a video, and when we're done recording the video, the AI will go through, listen to the whole thing, write us a summary, a wonderful bullet-pointed summary, and then it will take the video and divide it into chapters. Mm -hmm. So it'll it'll say, okay, here's when they change topics, and, and it'll label that chapter and break it into that. So each video uh, could be whatever that segment of discussion is about. All yeah. that done behind the scenes with no human input. Uh, just by the machine learning, the machine listening, and the AI analysis. So you can think about how um, how much do you want the human touch, right? And and how much uh, would you like to offload some things? Uh, we'll never, you and I, with our budget of zero dollars, um, that's not true. We spend money for Zoom and we spend money for podcast hosting, but um, we we don't spend money on this thing and there's no way I would spend the amount of time it would take to divide it into chapters and produce a transcript that I type up myself when I'm doing the production and editing. We'd never do that. Okay. So AI can take that role. Um, and we're happy to have it take that role. 
there might be some other things where we say, um, oh, wow, um, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with AI taking that role, right? Like things that require judgment calls, uh, for instance, you know, you start thinking about Jurassic Park and, you know, the idea of, uh, you know, you you spent so long figuring out if we could that you never stopped to think if we should, you know, um, that's that's going to be that, that's going to be downstream something that we wrestle with uh, in probably in ways that we don't even understand right now, you know, like sort of like cars, you know, who gets a driver's license, you know, does it really make sense for you know, uh, sending two teenagers off by themselves uh, when they've never had any limits before uh, thrown off of them like this. You know, teen pregnancy went way up because of cars. You know, the, the fact that teens could drive around in cars by themselves. Right, wrong or indifferent. I'm just saying that was an impact that we didn't foresee. Right. We we didn't uh, we didn't see that happening. So um, so so I'm I, I'm excited that Zoom is doing some of the things it's doing. I'm just not sure what are the other things that it's um, AI is going to offer to do that we're going to accept that's going to cause you know heartache down the road. Oh, definitely. And when I looked at it, uh, you know, not necessarily for the podcast, uh, but when we're having a, a meeting on Zoom and and having the artificial intelligence within Zoom take the meeting minutes, yeah, summarize them, and right. it will. And you can ask the AI, what were the uh, what were the action items that came out of this particular discussion? Yeah, and it'll go through and say, all right, here's what everybody committed to. Here was the the, the actions that, that that will need to be followed up on. Yeah, and, and to have that done for you automatically, wow, that is so cool. Awfully handy, awfully is, handy. Yeah, and that, and if you if you thought of, um, you know, th there's a job replaced, right? Like we don't need an administrative assistant now. You know, not that we could have afforded it anyway, but I mean, we just don't, we don't need one. I was going to uh, say, who, who is our administrative assistant? <laughs> Obviously, I haven't been to the staff meetings for a while. I missed that hire. Uh, but no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, there are jobs that, that, you know, or it's enhancements. Yeah. You, you know, so, so we can now offer up a written transcript of the podcast as if, any of our two you know listeners would want that but but it, it could be available at zero cost right zero cost just you know it was interesting because zoom didn't make it and it may be this at some point zoom didn't make it an additional cost yeah it was just hey as part of your current zoom you, you know expense here you go uh, here's another feature uh within that and you're like okay this is pretty cool well and so let's think about some of the jobs that it could take that, um, you know, th this is where it gets really gray, not black and white for me, you know, can zoom analyze literature? Yeah. Uh, can it, you know, craft an argument for me that I could use in a presentation in a workshop? I mean, yeah. I mean, it, you know, could it write a speech for me? Yeah. Do I, you know, maybe does a president need a speech writer? You know, well, I mean, now we're talking about uh, handing over some reins to it. A human would still need to direct some prompts, right? Mm -hmm. They'd still need to they'd still need to do some guidance for the AI. But I mean, a lot of a lot of labor goes away. And um, there was a there was an article I shared with you that basically said, you know, if all that's true, if it if it really can do all those things, why educate people? You know, why educate people? Mm -hmm. And and the and we'll oh. share. Them. Well, why, why would we educate a wide group of people? 
Yeah. You, you yeah. only need a few. Right. I, I was watching uh, this this uh, publisher and uh, she was talking about AI and all that. And, and she said, AI will replace all the junior copywriters. So mm. the, the, the entry level guys writing the initial copy, she yeah. said, but you will still need senior copywriters to, to go through what the AI has created and clean it up. So now, so now the junior copywriters, we don't need to educate that, that, that group of people. Yep. We only need a few senior copywriters to be educated enough to, to make this palatable for the masses. Mike, I had that very experience yesterday. Uh, and it was for some work you and I are doing. I haven't told you this. And uh, for, for anybody at a certain um, auto group who might be listening, wink, wink, you're getting a preview here. But um, I, was, I was running through uh, the stages of team development. I was crafting some emails to talk about the five stages. And I knew in my head, the perfect example of this is the band U2. And I think we've even talked about it on the podcast before, but I, I started getting really good about my prompts of how to re uh, revise, revise, revise uh, the emails. And I got to a point where I really wanted to insert some quotes. And I know enough about you too, that I read those emails and I said, Bono, there is no way he ever said that. And so I went back and Googled the quote. And I was right. Um, basically, I, I, I didn't realize this, but ChatGPT basically finally, after about four times of me asking and backing it into a corner, said, yeah, I, I actually can't give you quotes. That's not something I do. So they were fake quotes right from the get-go. Uh, maybe a junior copywriter uh, would um, not give you fake quotes, but a senior copywriter would catch it. And mm -hmm. so maybe I don't need the, the junior um, I still need the senior. I need somebody to to guide this thing. But, you know, it, that, that sort of begs the question, which, you know, again, this this article about, you know, why why train people, why educate people will will link to it. Uh, but that was sort of its point was, you know, education's not just for knowledge transfer. You know, that's training, uh, which is very important. And it's and it's a it's a thing, you know, you and I have helped a lot of people with It's It's a valuable thing in the world. But education is, you know, it's it's um, it's wisdom and virtue and cultivating human beings that are really human, right? And so AI, in, in at least its current form, cannot do that. It, it, cannot, um, it cannot be a human and it cannot cultivate humans. You need relationships for that. And so now we're back to talking about relationships and um, the, the beauty of, uh, of cultivating uh, men and women of, of virtue. Uh, those are valuable, valuable things in this world. And AI at this point cannot do that. At this point. Yes, you are. We always right. say that at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I know it's out there. It's, it's reading all the fiction and nonfiction that's ever been written. It is. It's reading. It was it Machiavelli. Yeah. Right. So it's learning. Okay. How do I manipulate people? How do I, yep. it's reading how to win friends and influence enemies. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's reading all these books and going, all right, this is how you get humans to do stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it, and, and there it is, right. Because I now don't trust chat GPT to give me real quotes. And there are, you know, 
horrible, horrible examples of uh, the misuses of AI during wartime, creating deep fakes and so on. I mean, the very fact that we have a thing called deep fakes mm. says a lot about our trust factor uh, with AI, and it's going to have to get really sophisticated to continue to trick us. Um, or, and I think I've said this before, or graphics are just too powerful. Images are just too powerful, and and they were they'll overwhelm our rational brain, and we'll just go straight to you know, oh, I I agree with that, or oh, I disagree with that because it's exactly what uh, you know supports my echo chamber, and I, I, that's that's where we're in trouble. And frankly, you need to be educated to overcome that. I don't oh. care who you are. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know it, it, you know you got people making the case for less education, and and the reality is, uh, actually, it's making the case for for more education, more critical thinking, you know, skepticism, and, and questioning the the things that you're seeing and 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 the the way you're seeing them, all has to be part of of everyday life now. Yeah, yeah, spot on. It's interesting when you listen to. Uh, you know, you watch a video and you listen to the narration and you, you'd swear it was a human until they mispronounce one word. Yeah. And, you know, they, you can see that you can hear the computer sounding it out kind of, uh, you know, I listened to one the other day and it, it, instead of demise, it was demise. Uh, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, wait. And up until that point, I did not know it was the Just machine. Flawless. Yeah. And and then it was interesting because later on it pronounced it correctly in a different sentence, mm. so so it's it's learning context, and, and then so that's happening. So uh, yeah, it's all it's all starting to come together. Uh, on that front, there's a there's another company, another piece of software out there called Nightshade. So Nightshade, its goal is to for artists to be able to put things on the internet and stop AI from being able to, 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 you know, look at it and bring it into other, you know, AI developed art. Just, you can't hoover it up and, and use it, Mr. AI. You have to let it be a piece of art. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it, apparently it changes, it changes pixels, individual pixels in such a way that it thwarts the AI's ability to scan the image but the human eye sees it exactly as you created it. Boy, now that's interesting because that's going to be an arms race too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because somebody's going to build a, a, an anti-nightshade yep. <laughs> software that yep. gets around that. And so, yeah, it's interesting, you know, that... that uh, yeah, the the stop gaps. There's all uh, there's already uh, uh, alternative AIs where you can take uh, say these. You know, if I'm a teacher and the kid turns in an essay, I can plug the essay into yeah. this tool and it'll tell me that okay, this was written by the the, the Skynet. So uh, and now there's tools that will take your AI generated content and you plug them into that and then it'll thwart the the tool that's supposed to tell me if it was written by Skynet. So it just keeps, you know, in this short amount of time, you can just see it ratcheting up, right? It just keeps moving up. Amazing. Amazing. I, uh, I, I did do a, um, another utility function of AI recently where I asked it to give me uh, the items that I should put into a table to compare insurance companies and health saving or health sharing companies. Ooh. And it gave me like 15, 15 things to compare. But see, that's like, that's putting it in front of me and saying, here are the elements of it. Now you go do 
the you know the judgment calls you go you go do the the work that requires evaluation and analysis um, instead of let me spoon feed you everything that i think you should know about xyz which that is a little scary right i mean that's mm -hmm. we, we don't want that we don't want that right and at some point the sponsor of you yeah. know who's ever bought the most right now you, you know your search is directed by by seo uh spins and sem and things yeah. like that so there so what you see is manipulated by money mm -hmm. and, and it, it's probably already happening but yeah the the ai results that you're getting are going to be influenced by money and so if i know that people are saying hey write me a comparison between different insurance companies around this this you know yeah. if i pay enough money i can get mine to look more favorably in that yep. ai printout and it won't be flagged at all. There won't be a little advertisement bug or something. Yeah, on yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. part of the system. Yep, we'll just see it. Uh, so, so that'll be interesting to to see as well, right? How do we how do we get around that? Uh, yeah. and, and use this tool. Um, and I, you know, we've talked about this before. The the person who can write the best prompt, mm -hmm. the best request of the AI, will be incredibly valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're they're seeing people with with uh, English degrees, philosophy degrees, mm -hmm. uh, these these degrees that maybe we didn't see as much value in previously now become immensely valued because these people have the ability to craft questions, craft uh, statements yeah. that, that, that they get the AI to utilize its full potential uh, to solve a problem. Well, that's maybe a good note to end it on because really this does all circle all the way back around to are you asking the right questions in general? You know, we're mm -hmm. working with managers and leaders all the time that are having to think of, you know, what's the right question here? I maybe don't have the answer, but what's the right question to help us as an organization or to help my employee get to the next level? And um, we're, gonna, we're even using AI that way. You know, what's the right question to ask this knowledge net bank or whatever you'd want to call it? So oh, yeah. We're back to questions. Yeah. Back to questions, asking great questions. Now you've just got this incredibly helpful, uh, you know, let's call it a partner for now. You've got this incredibly, yeah. you know, you know, you know, wonderfully smart AI partner uh, that can help you at least begin the initial part of your analysis, uh, your your discussion, your your, your thought process. Um, so, Absolutely. so far, you know, like the guy who's falling, you know, he, fell off a hundred story building and he passes a balcony about the 50th floor. And the guy is going, how you doing? He goes so far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're that guy. <laughs> yeah. We're like how's this AI thing going? Ah, so far, so good. Seems great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Splat. Well, you, and, and that's, that's why, you know, you really uh, do need to be cultivating some wisdom and virtue uh, with your staff, with yourself. I mean, there's some, there's some things we need to be doing to make sure we are not hoodwinked by whoever, even if it's accidentally, uh, we, we need to be, we need to be on our guard and thinking about, you know, the, uh, what's right and what's wrong. So, yep. um, that's my, that's my one hill that I'll die on, but there it is. All right. And just so our, you know, everybody knows we're still using a human, uh, narrator for our <laughs> intros and outgoes. So, we tried the AI one, wasn't quite we're up to speed yet, but it, it was not. <laughs> until it gets better, we'll always throw it back to uh, Mr. Wolf. So go ahead and tweet that or share it any other way you want. As always, there are no rights reserved, no trademarks, no copyrights. Share it if you want to. 
And join us next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. That's good enough.